1 Samuel 15, Saul is rejected as king. Then Samuel said to Saul, I was the one the Lord sent to anoint you as king over his people Israel. Now listen to what the Lord says. Here is what the Lord of heaven's armies has said. I carefully observed how the Amalekites opposed Israel along the way when Israel came up from Egypt. So go now and strike down the Amalekites. Destroy everything they have, don't spare them. Put them to death, man, woman, child, infant, ox, sheep, camel and donkey alike. So Saul assembled the army and mustered them at Telaim. There were 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. Saul proceeded to the city of Amalek, where he set an ambush in the wadi. Saul said to the Kenites, go and leave. Go down from among the Amalekites, otherwise I will sweep you away with them. After all, you were kind to all the Israelites when they came up from Egypt. So the Kenites withdrew from among the Amalekites. Then Saul struck down the Amalekites all the way from Havilah to Shur, which is next to Egypt. He captured King Agag of the Amalekites alive, but he executed all Agag's people with the sword. However, Saul and the army spared Agag, along with the best of the flock, the cattle, the fatlings and the lambs, as well as everything else that was of value. They were not willing to slaughter them, but they did slaughter everything that was despised and worthless. Then the Lord's message came to Samuel, I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned away from me and has not done what I told him to do. Samuel became angry and he cried out to the Lord all that night. Then Samuel got up early to meet Saul the next morning. But Samuel was informed, Saul has gone to Carmel, where he is setting up a monument for himself. Then Samuel left and went down to Gilgal. When Samuel came to Saul, Saul said to him, May the Lord bless you, I have fulfilled the Lord's orders. Samuel replied, If that is the case, then what is the sound of sheep in my ears and the sound of cattle that I hear? Saul said, They were brought from the Amalekites. The army spared the best of the flocks and cattle to sacrifice to the Lord our God, but everything else we slaughtered. Then Samuel said to Saul, Wait a minute. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Saul said to him, Tell me. Samuel said, Is it not true that when you were insignificant in your own eyes, you became head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord chose you as king over Israel. The Lord sent you on a campaign saying, Go and exterminate those sinful Amalekites. Fight against them until you have destroyed them. Why haven't you obeyed the law? Instead, you have greedily rushed upon the plunder. You have done what is wrong in the Lord's estimation. Then Saul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed the Lord. I went on a campaign the Lord sent me on. I brought back King Agag of the Amalekites after exterminating the Amalekites. But the army took from the plunder some of the sheep and cattle, the best that was to be slaughtered, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. Then Samuel said, Does the Lord take pleasure in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as he does in obedience? Certainly obedience is better than sacrifice. Paying attention is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and presumption is like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the Lord's orders, he has rejected you from being king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have disobeyed what the Lord commanded, and your words as well. For I was afraid of the army, and I obeyed their voice. Now please forgive my sin. Go back with me, so I can worship the Lord. Samuel said to Saul, I will not go back with you, for you have rejected the Lord's orders, and the Lord has rejected you 
from being king over Israel. When Samuel turned to leave, Saul grabbed the edge of his robe and tore it. Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you this day and has given it to one of your colleagues who is better than you. The preeminent one of Israel does not go back on his word or change his mind, for he is not a human being who changes his mind. Saul again replied, I have sinned. Please honour me before your elders and the elders of my people and before Israel. Go back with me so I may worship the Lord your God. So Samuel followed Saul back and Saul worshipped the Lord. Samuel puts Agath to dead. Then Samuel said, Bring me King Agag of the Amalekites. So Agag came to him trembling, thinking to himself, Surely death is bitter. Samuel said, Just as your sword left women childless, so your mother will be the most bereaved among women. Then Samuel hacked Agag to pieces there in Gilgal before the Lord. Then Samuel went to Ramah, while Saul went up to his home in Gibeah of Saul. Until the day he died, Samuel did not see Saul again. Samuel did, however, mourn for Saul, but the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. 1 Samuel chapter 15 Samuel anoints David as king. The Lord said to Samuel, How long do you intend to mourn for Saul? I have rejected him as king of Israel. Fill your horn with oil again and go. I am sending you to Jesse in Bethlehem, for I have selected a king for myself from among his sons. Samuel replied, How can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. But the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you should do. You will anoint for me the one I point out to you. Samuel did what the Lord told him. When he arrived in Bethlehem, the elders of the city were afraid to meet him. They said, Do you come in peace? He replied, Yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. So he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel noticed Eliab and said to himself, Surely before the Lord stands his chosen king. But the Lord said, Samuel, don't be impressed by his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. God does not view things the way people do. People look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and presented him to Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Then Jesse presented Shammah. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse presented seven of his sons to Samuel, but Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Is that all the young men? Jesse replied, There is still the youngest one, but he's taking care of the flock. Samuel said to Jesse, Send and get him, for we cannot turn our attention to other things until he comes here. So Jesse had him brought in. Now he was ruddy, with attractive eyes and a handsome appearance. The Lord said, Go and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn full of olive oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. The Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day onward. Then Samuel got up and went to Ramah. David appears before Saul. Now the spirit of the Lord had turned away from Saul, and an evil spirit of the Lord tormented him. Then Saul's servants said to him, 
Look, an evil spirit from the God is tormenting you. Let our Lord instruct his servants who are here before you to look for a man who knows how to play the lyre. Then whenever the evil spirit from God comes upon you, he can play the lyre and you will feel better. So Saul said to his servants, find me a man who plays well and bring him to me. One of the attendants replied, I have seen a son of Jesse in Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. He is a brave warrior and is articulate and handsome, for the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is out with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey, loaded it with bread, a container of wine and a young goat, and sent them to Saul with his son David. David came to Saul and stood before him. Saul liked him a great deal, and he became his armour-bearer. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Let David be my servant, for I am very pleased with him. So whenever the Spirit of God would come upon Saul, David would take up his lyre and play it. This would bring relief to Saul and make him feel better. Then the evil spirit would leave him alone. 1 Chronicles chapter 1 Adam's Descendants Adam, Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Shem, Ham and Japheth. Japheth's Descendants the son of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshash, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togamah. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarish, the Kittites, and the Rodanites. Ham's descendants. The sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Sheba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabteca. The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who established himself as a mighty warrior on earth. Mizraim was the father of the Luddites, Anamites, Lehabites, Nephonites, Pathrusites, Kalushites, from whom the Philistines descended, and the Kaphtarites. Canaan was the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, as well as the Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Shinites, Avrivites, Zemarites, and Hamathites. Shem's descendants, the sons of Shem, Elam, Ashur, Afaxad, Lud, and Aram, the sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mesesh. Afaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Two sons were born to Eber. The first was named Peleg, for during his lifetime the earth was divided. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the farmer of a uh, father of Almadad, Sheleth, Hazamareth, Jerah, Hadaram, Uzel, Dikla, Ebar, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Shem are Faxad, Shela, Eber, Peleg, Ro, Sereg, Nahor, Terah, Abram, that is Abraham. The sons of Abraham, Isaac and Ishmael, these were their descendants. Ishmael's descendants. Ishmael, firstborn son, was Neboeth. The others were Kedah, Abiel, Midsham, Mishnah, Duma, Massa, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Nafish, Kedemar. These were the sons of Ishmael. Keturah's descendants, the sons to whom Keturah, Abraham's concubine, gave birth. Zimram, Jokshan, Medam, Midian, Ikshbak, Shua, the sons of Jokshan, Sheba and Dedan, the sons of Midian, 
Ephah, Ephah, Hanok, Abidah, Eldah, all these were the sons of Keturah. Isaac's descendants. Abraham was the father of Isaac, the sons of Isaac, Esau, and Israel. Esau's descendants. The sons of Esau, Eliphaz, Reuel, Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. The sons of Eliphaz, Teman, Omar, Zephi, Gatam, Kenaz, and by Timna, Amalek. The sons of Reuel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizar. The descendants of Seir. The sons of Seir, Lotam, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. The sons of Lotan, Hori, and Homan. Timna was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobel, Aliam, Manaha, Ebel, Shephi, and Onam. The sons of Zebion, Ai, and Ana. The sons of Ana, Dishon. The sons of Dishon, Hamram, Ebsan, Ithron, and Keran. The sons of Ezer, Bilham, Zavam, Jakan. The sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. Kings of Edom. These were the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, the name of his city was Dibhanah. When Bela died, Joab, son of Zurah from Borsar, succeeded him. When Joab died, Husham from the land of the Temanites succeeded him. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, succeeded him. He struck down the Midianites in the plains of Moab. The name of his city was Avith. When Hadad died, Samlah from Mazrekah succeeded him. When Samlah died, Shol from Raboth on the river succeeded him. When Shol died, Belhanan, son of Akbor, succeeded him. When Belhanan died, Hadad succeeded him. The name of his city was Pi. His father was Mehetabel, daughter of Matred, daughter of Mezahab. Hadad died. Tribal chiefs of Edom. The tribal chiefs of Edom were Timnah, Alvar, Jeheth, Ohalibamah, Ella, Pinon, Kenaz, Tenan, Mizbah, Magdiel, and Iram. These were the tribal chiefs of Edom. Psalm 39 for the music director, Jedutham. A Psalm of David. I decided I will watch what I say and make sure I do not sin with my tongue. I will put a muzzle over my mouth while in the presence of an evil person. I was stone silent. I held back the urge to speak. My frustration grew. My anxiety intensified. As I thought about it, I became impatient. Finally, I spoke these words. O Lord, help me understand my mortality and the brevity of life. Let me realise how quickly my life will pass. Look, you make my days short-lived, and my lifespan is nothing from your perspective. Surely all people, even those who seem secure, are nothing but vapour. Surely people will go through life as mere ghosts. Surely they accumulate worthless wealth without knowing what will eventually haul it away. But now, the Lord, upon what am I relying? You are my only hope. Deliver me from all my sins and rebellion. Do not make me the object of fool's insults. I am silent and cannot open my mouth because of what you have done. Please stop wounding me. You have almost beaten me to death. You severely discipline people for their sins. Like a moth, you slowly devour their strength. Surely all people are a mere vapour. Hear my prayer, O Lord. 
Listen for my cry for help. Do not ignore my sobbing, for I am a resident foreigner with you, a temporary settler, just as all my ancestors were. Turn your angry gaze away from me so I can be happy before I pass away. Acts chapter 11, Paul defends his actions to the Jerusalem church. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles too had accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers took issue with him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and shared a meal with them. But Peter began and explained it to them point by point, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, an object something like a large sheet descending, being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came to me. As I stared, I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild animals, reptiles and wild birds. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, slaughter and eat. But I said, Certainly not, Lord, for nothing defiled or richly unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice replied a second time from heaven, What God has made clean you must not consider ritually unclean. This happened three times and then everything was pulled up to heaven again. At that moment, three men sent to me from Caesarea approached the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to accompany them without hesitation. These six brothers also went with me and we entered the man's house. He informed us how he had seen an angel standing in his house saying, Send to Joppa and summon Simon, who is called Peter, who will speak a message to you by which you and your entire household will be saved. Then as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as he did on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord as he used to say, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave them the same gift as he also gave us after believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to hinder God? When they heard this, they ceased their objections and praised God, saying, So then God has granted the repentance that leads to life, even to the Gentiles. Activity in the church at Antioch. Now, those who had been scattered because of the persecution that took place over Stephen went as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the message to no one but Jews. But there were some men from Cyprus and Cyrene among them who came to Antioch and began to speak to the Greeks too, proclaiming the good news of the Lord Jesus. The hand of the Lord was on them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. A report about them came to the attention of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he rejoiced and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with devoted hearts. Because he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a significant number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus, to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught a significant number of people. Now it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. Famine relief for Judea. At that time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, got up and predicted by the Spirit that a severe famine was about to come over the whole inhabited world. This took place during the reign of Claudius. 
So the disciples, each in accordance with his financial ability, decided to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. They did so, sending their financial aid to the elders by Barnabas and Saul.